This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Red Valley is intended for mature audiences and contains scenes some listeners may find distressing. Please go to redvalleypod.com for full content warnings on every episode. Do you want to continue? was I asleep for? 16 hours. What? Did I go back in the pod? Oh, no, no, no. You've just been asleep. Like, asleep, asleep. Oh. Weird. How are your feet? Feet? They... Oh, yep. They're back. Knew they would be. Good. You want to keep playing dead top trumps? Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, you, you haven't been waiting for me to wake up this whole time, have you? Well... All anyone does here is wait for you to wake up, but no. I walked the tortoise, changed a couple of strip light bulbs in the mess I'd been meaning to get to. I watched the quantum leap where Sam leaps into the body of a chimpanzee. Hmm. I had a nap. You know. Sounds great. All right, let's go. Okay. Samuel Mills should win an award for most effort put into inadvertently constructing your own demise. If you thought teleportation was ridiculous, you're going to shit when you hear someone decided to pay this guy to work on time travel. You know, stuff like this makes me feel less special. Hypersleep seems positively pedestrian now. You're very special, Warren. Thank you. Predictably enough, Samuel Mills didn't invent time travel. Mm -hmm. But he had a line manager that wanted to see at least some kind of progress with research. So he hatched a plan. He claimed he had had a partial breakthrough. A partial breakthrough at time travel. Samuel Mills claimed he could successfully travel through time but not space. When does this idiot die? He claimed he could time travel in as far as he could isolate himself from the passage of time. So he would stay still while time continued to progress. However, if you follow that line of thought, while he may be still and unaffected by the passage of time, the planet would continue to rotate at a speed of roughly a thousand miles an hour under his feet. So, in fact, to the lay observer, once he turned on his, um, time machine, he would appear to move. At a thousand miles an hour? Quite. I'm starting to build a picture in my head of how Samuel Mills might die. Well, the next research project down the hall involved an incredibly powerful electromagnet. Yes, quite a clear picture. So, he builds and puts on a suit made of high-density metals, his time machine, then invites his line manager, a senior R&D exec called Calcifer Russell, to watch a demonstration. He has the magnet turned on and travelled across his empty warehouse at a speed of no more than 80 miles an hour, straight into the wall. And splats himself. Yep. 
You're right, that is an extraordinary amount of effort. Yeah. Was Calcifer Russell suitably impressed? Well, Calcifer Russell was wearing a large medallion under their shirt, and after the magnet turned on, it kind of choked them to death. Probably not that impressed, then. Hmm. Do people still wear medallions? Right, Warren. Your go. My go. Jalen Emanoski. Invented in real life an exploding neck collar for maximum security prisons and so on. Oh, like in Battle Royale. Yeah. Ended up ambushed by three chimpanzees at the animal testing stage who attached no less than 14 neck collars to her and detonated all of them, inadvertently killing everything in a 20-meter radius. I'm enjoying the amount of animal revenge that we're seeing here. In all of these scenarios, the animals do also end up dead. Oh. In that episode of Quantum Leap, Sam Beckett, as a chimpanzee, does martial arts and swims across a river because, you know, he's mm -hmm. actually a human in a chimpanzee's body. Yes, that's incredible. Your turn. Doa Sanajin was part of a team working on an actual mech suit for the military. A full-on two-ton, 20-foot-high endoskeleton with guns on the arms, flamethrowers, grenade launchers, everything. Big violent death? No, seatbelt broke. Fell 20 feet and broke their neck. However, in line with their final wishes, their casket was thrown into the air by a mech suit worn by their lover, which was then destroyed with targeted rocket launchers. So, you know, that's nice. That is so moving. It's like a Jerry Bruckheimer funeral or something. <laughs> yes. Right, you go again. I've got a little collection here, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so, lethal radiation leak at a prototype macronuclear reactor plant in a secret overhead facility in Alaska. Station chief, Ellie Miles, locks down the unit as soon as the leak hits, sealing the team inside to a gruesome, slow nuclear death. Then, tries to escape via helicopter at night during a storm with winds over 100 miles per hour holding up the unwilling pilot at gunpoint. The chopper gets 20 meters into the air before they lose control and crash straight into the power generator, igniting in a deadly fireball and obviously killing them. Wow, wonderful. The power at the station goes out, unsealing the doors, and the team all run for their lives, despite knowing they're probably all going to melt to death through radiation exposure in the next few hours or days anyway. Delano Bilamovitz took the last jeep and made it as far as an all-night diner, where they were found stone dead at their booth, having enjoyed pancakes with yogurt and blackcurrant compote, loaded fries, a foot-long turkey sub, a chocolate and salted caramel sundae, and three cherry cokes. Doing it to death. I admire it. Oh, and uh, Farah Lufti doesn't even leave the base. They go straight to the mess room, eat all the M&Ms in the vending machine, and spend the rest of their short life knocking everyone else's high score off the Time Crisis 2 arcade unit. That is doing it to death. They had a Time Crisis arcade unit? Are you jealous of the Alaskan overhead facility where everyone died of radiation poisoning? So, did you see the ones that actually happened here, like actual Red Valley deaths over the years? Mm, yes. I didn't dive too deep into those, I must admit. Come on, man. We're in too deep now to get precious. Most of them happened ages ago anyway. Some of these are insane. This is before Overhead even took over this place. Why are they even here? <sighs> Who knows? Previous archivists with even more morbid curiosities than me. Lieutenant Grace Kinzel, impaled by a falling two-foot icicle dislodged from the radar dish in 1985 while she was outside having a cigarette. Soiks. Marion Souter. 
used to live in the farmhouse sometime after World War II, died after eating one of the pink-footed geese for their dinner, choked on the lead shot from their own gun. Foul play. Ho ho. <laughs> you know that not all the test subjects here died through the actual experiments. Yeah. Didn't the guy from your cohort beat one of the others to death with a chair? Oh yeah. I can't honestly remember that, but that's not what I was referring to anyway. Double death in the first cohort stationed here. Both in the farmhouse, chap known only as Samuel falls through a rotten floorboard while nosing about in the attic, falls through the floor onto the staircase, rolls down the stairs, lands in the kitchen, bangs his head on the tiles and fractures his skull. Wow. None of that killed him though. He got tetanus from a rusty nail on the floorboard. <laughs> oh, wait, didn't you say it was a double death? Oh yeah, another subject called Sarah H is sat in the living room watching Grange Hill when Samuel falls down the stairs, knocking a commemorative plate marking the Queen's Silver Jubilee off the wall, which lands on her head, fractures her skull. And that is what killed Sarah H. Oh, I know that spot on the wall where the paint's faded around it. I mean, this is what you were talking about before, wasn't it? Look how far we've come, when you could have just been hit on the head by a plate and your whole story's over. Hmm, good point. Hmm. Is that it? Are we through? I think I'm out. Yeah, I think so. Oh, no, wait. Ah, I forgot about this one. Uh, Michael uh, Petit? Petit? He was stationed on Muckle Flugger. He was... he was what? On what? He was stationed by overhead on Muckle Flugger, which is almost the most northerly British Isle. And how did he die? Well, they forgot him. They forgot him? He was dependent on deliveries for supplies. They overlooked his delivery one time and an error on a spreadsheet meant it got deleted. No one noticed. He starved to death. Someone remembered him a month after he died because he owed them money. What? How do you... How do you just... What the fuck? What was, what was he even doing there? I have no idea. There was nothing written down. Poor bloody... Wait, what was his name? Uh, Michael Pettit. Wow. Well, that was bleak. Yeah. What's the lesson then? The... Maybe death isn't fun, after all? Yeah, maybe so. Right. Wait, 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 wait. No, Dinny. Who's Dinny? Hang on, hang on. Yep, I found Dinny in the pile, but then I passed out and I dropped her. Dinny was an administrator in theoretical physics who claimed that she had, in her own time, learned how to transform herself into a being of pure energy. Mm -hmm. She had, in fact, just digested an enormous quantity of hallucinogenic mushrooms. And instead of entering her matter transformation chamber, where she would become, you know, one with the universe, she trampolined into a ceiling fan. Oh, wow. I wonder if there's video. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that one, that one feels much better. Dead colleagues equals definitely funny. We're both going to hell. Who wins? Oh, do you know what? I've no idea. Waffles can decide. How can Waffles decide? She is a tortoise. Hmm, don't know. Can't we, you know, just, um, put her on her back and... What, spin her? Is that bad? You want to spin the tortoise. Would you like me to play the next recording? Clive. Yeah. Would you like me to play the next recording? I would like the 200 years of my life back that I just lost listening to these idiots. If those plonkers spent as much time doing their jobs properly as they did talking shit and playing spin the bottle with their pets, maybe they'd still be alive. I guess they both lost dead top trumps. Rest in pieces, dickheads. Would you like me to play the next recording? I'd rather shoot myself in the knees again. 
Can you just mark all these as red or something? You'd like me to make it appear the files have been checked when actually I'm on a kill streak. Bye. Oh, uh, add cherry coke to the shopping list. Clive and Let Die was written by Jonathan Williams and directed by Alan Mandel. All music, editing and sound design by Richard Orpheus Campbell. Carol Pestridge was assistant director. Performances by Alexander Broad, Natalie Day, Jonathan Williams and Alan Mandel. These episodes were made possible by contributors to our recent crowdfunding campaign. We cannot thank you all enough for your generosity and support. It means the world to us. Thanks for helping us continue. The title of Season 3, Episode 1, is... 2024. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Edgar said to the interviewer, he was convinced that the thing out there wasn't a vault Yeah, all. I know what he thought. Dr. Edgar's didn't think it was designed to keep things out. I know what he, he thought. thought. it was designed to keep something in. Do you even understand the difficulty trying to keep a base like Fathom at the bottom of the ocean from killing everyone in it on a daily basis? Oh my god. Everyone hold on to something. I think whatever is on the other side of that door out there, it's not friendly. I think it's trying to get out. That, my friend, is a dire combination. That's a bad sign. Get out of the door! It's spreading like some kind of technological contagion. We can either stop it here or watch the world burn. Fathom, the first season of Derelict. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or learn more at derelictpodcast.com.